It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What up and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine on Twitter, at James Erpine and at Locked On Bengals. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Just uh, before we get into the Bengals head coaching search and all of that stuff and the, the latest with that and Josh McDaniels, Todd Munkin, and all this stuff that we're going to get to on today's podcast, I just uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. Uh, I will be leaving Locked on Bengals. As you know, I said I would finish the season. Season's over. Obviously, with this head coaching search, uh, it throws... Um, there, there's a loop there. So I will uh, extend it. I'm extending it until uh, next week. Hopefully, we figure out and know who the Bengals' next head coach is going to be. We'll host next week. Still uncertain on who's going to fill this spot. Uh, I, I do want to say, uh, one, I am a Bengals fan. And a lot of you have probably been upset with some of my tweets, or maybe not a lot of you. It doesn't, I wouldn't say a lot of you, but some of you have uh, that listen to this podcast. And just know that I'm having fun with it. Laugh. I promise you it comes from a good place. Me putting up a, a Hugh Jackson gif or jif or whatever you want to call it to me is funny. I'm not saying, oh, I want Hugh Jackson to be the Bengals head coach and I want the Bengals to be awful. No, I'm not saying that at all. Not one bit. In fact, I would love... Uh, it personally for the Bengals and the Browns to win the division the next 20 years and the Ravens and the Steelers to suck. That's what I would hope for. That's what I would want. So this idea, uh, and not in that order, I'm a Bengals fan. All right. And I'm going to be a Bengals fan, uh, but I also have a job to do. So there's two separate things there. So me on Twitter doing that, please don't take it personal. This is the only time I'm going to say it. Please don't take it personal. But uh, yeah, we're closing in on the, the final days of the Locked on Bengals podcast, and then I will launch a new podcast up here in Cleveland, which uh, I'm excited to do. And uh, it's something, uh, I don't have all the details yet, but I will certainly be uh, tweeting it out and, and giving you uh, a way to, to like it and listen to it and subscribe to it. And I, I get it. A lot of you are Bengals fans. You're not going to, but if you enjoy listening to me and want to listen to Cavs coverage or Browns coverage or, or anything of the sorts, Indians coverage, etc., um, I will have a podcast up here in Cleveland that is launching later in the month. So thank you so much for that. Let's dive into it here. It's Bengals as they continue to look for a head coach. And I thought that this was interesting. And, and to me, it makes sense for both sides. Uh, so the Bengals tried to interview Josh McDaniels, requested an interview, and he declined it. And a lot of people are like, good, good, good. It's crazy to me how you've soured. Uh, and, and not just you as in Bengals fans, but how people have soured on Josh McDaniels. Oh, he failed in Denver. He drafted Tim Tebow. Okay. That's fine. So he failed without the right quarterback. With Kyle Orton and Tim Tebow, he did not have success. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Mike McCarthy failed with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. D did you pay attention to the Packers? He went to the playoffs more than he didn't, much more than he didn't, was much better than Marvin Lewis. And that roster in Green Bay, a lot of the times it was Aaron Rodgers and no one else. So yeah, Mike McCarthy, do I think he's a good football coach? I absolutely do. Look, I'm not going to sour on someone to be prisoner of the moment. 
Eric Bieniemy is the favorite among fans, among Bengals fans, by far to be the next head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. You love him. Odds are you love him. I'm fine with him. Andy Reid coaching tree, that looks pretty good. Uh, obviously, that Kansas City offense looks pretty good. Now, Bieniemy doesn't call the plays. Uh, helps with the running backs. They look pretty good at Kansas City. All right, I can get on board with that. But this idea that Eric Bieniemy is just so much better than Mike McCarthy, uh, in, in all seriousness, or so much better than, than Josh McDaniels, how? Uh, how is he? Josh McDaniels, and, and I find it interesting, even up here in Cleveland, they haven't requested an interview with Josh McDaniels yet, according to reports. Why the hell wouldn't you? The Packers are doing so. And to me, not that the Packers do everything right, but but that's the only team outside of the Bengals that has requested an interview, according to reports with Josh McDaniels. But to me, it's a no-brainer. Like, of course you do your due diligence with Josh McDaniels. Of course you reach out to Mike McCarthy and see if there's interest there. Of course you do. This idea that Eric Bieniemy is this amazing coach and that Mike McCarthy can't coach, and that Josh McDaniels isn't. Josh McDaniels is a better offensive coordinator than Eric Bieniemy. He's a better offensive mind than Eric Bieniemy. Josh McDaniels might be a better offensive mind than Sean McVay. So this idea that, oh, we need to go get an offensive mind, but Josh McDaniels, oh, he failed in Denver, and by the way, did you see what happened last year? He left Indy at the altar. Yeah, I'd pick Tom Brady over Andrew Luck too, especially when Andrew Luck had a, a bum shoulder. I get it. It was ugly in Indy, and he probably shouldn't have done that. He should have not agreed to be the the head coach uh, of the Indianapolis Colts, and he shouldn't have hired assistants and all that stuff. I get it. At the same time, this idea that Biennemi's this great coach, McDaniels isn't, it's not the case. Or Biennemi's this great coach, and Mike McCarthy isn't, not the case. Um, I will say this too, and I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I think the Josh McDaniels interview was uh, pretty simple, what, what the Bengals are doing. See, we tried to talk to Josh McDaniels. We tried. He wasn't interested. That's what that is. And I, I'm not saying that Eric Bannemi won't be the guy. I'm not saying that there won't be someone that we, we don't even realize. Heck, Todd Monken, the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bengals uh, requested an interview with him. And there's a tie there. Marvin Lewis was tied to Dirk Cutter. They're friends. They're real tight. Todd Munkin was Dirk Cutter's offensive coordinator. So there's a, a tie there. It's interesting, right? Um, in, in the, I don't expect you guys to feel differently than this, but to me, this idea that Todd Munkin is this great coach or anyone but McCarthy, or I just that's not how I view things. That's not how I look at sports. If you get fired, does that mean you're a bad whatever you do at your job? Or you decide your job decides to not renew your contract. Does that mean you're bad at your job? It does not. So to me, there's no way, absolutely no way that I'm going to look at it from the perspective of McCarthy sucks, Josh McDaniel sucks. Eric Bieniemy is amazing. Todd Monken is a great coach. Like, I get it. It's the unknown. I also love the NFL draft. There's plenty of unknown there. 
I love it, right? I love the evaluation. I love talking draft. I love talking back and forth and having draft debates and going on and on and on about philosophies. And you know that if you listen to this podcast, I love that. But sometimes the unknown is wrong. And, and I made this argument earlier in the year when I thought the Bengals should be active at the trade deadline. I'd rather trade the unknown for the known at, at times, especially when we're talking about leading a franchise, especially when we're talking about a team that wants to win now. The Bengals don't want to rebuild. They want to hit the ground running. So completely throwing out the idea of going with a known commodity because it worked for the Rams because they got this unknown offensive mind. No one knew Sean McVay. Okay, that's fine. I'm on board with that. I get Eric Bieniemy. I get that. I get Todd Munkin. I get doing your due diligence. Absolutely. But had Josh McDaniels interviewed for the job with the Bengals, he would be at the top of my list. At the top of it. Mike McCarthy would be too. This idea that, oh my God, he can't coach. You guys are out of your damn mind. If you think that, if you think that Mike McCarthy is a bad football coach, you have no idea what you're talking about. Period. None. Zero. By the way, if I'm him, I think I would take the Cleveland job. And I think he'll get offered the Cleveland job, by the way. I do. Um, but but it, this just isn't about McCarthy. I get it. The unknown is always intriguing. It's always interesting. Oh, the mystery box. It could be the next offensive whiz. I understand that. I also think that this idea that Josh McDaniels can't be the same way or Mike McCarthy can't be the same way or insert whatever name you want to. An established coach. I think they have a chance to have success. Like the Cleveland Browns interviewed Jim Caldwell. Uh, um, multiple other teams have interviewed uh, Jim Caldwell. Who else interviewed? I forget. Uh, maybe the Jets. Someone else interviewed Jim Caldwell. And people are like, oh, no. Why? Interview him. So I don't blame the Bengals at all. What they are doing is their due diligence. They're interviewing a bunch of candidates. And I want to talk about Hugh Jackson because that's the one that seems to get you guys upset the most. And I want to talk about that because I think it is, uh, it is quite interesting, the Hugh Jackson dilemma of sorts. Because I, I'm hearing mixed reviews here uh, from the Bengals organization. Some don't think that it's ha- possible because Mike Brown just can't do it, while others seem to think it could happen. I would talk about that next. But first, a word from the official brewery of the Locked On Bengals podcast. It's Wiedemann's Brewery and Tap Room in downtown St. Bernard. If you haven't been there, it is awesome. And uh, coming up on January 8th, they have an Elvis tribute featuring DJ Wild Bill, the self-proclaimed worst DJ in St. Bernard. He'll be spinning Elvis songs all night long. Enjoy Wiedemann's fine beers and play Elvis music bingo for your chance to win a weedy gift or tokens. You can also take the stage, grab the mic, and sing along to your favorite Elvis tune. That's Tuesday, January 8th. This Saturday, it's going to be booming at Wiedemann's. They have a bunch, including college hoops, college hoops, college hoops. Saturday, January 5th, it's Bearcats versus ECU, Wildcats versus Alabama. Then you got the NFL playoff games, the Colts and Texans, Seahawks and Cowboys during the games. You get 75-cent wings, $12 pitchers of their Monmouth Street Blonde Ale. I love their Blonde Ale. You also get that Belgian Blonde because that's my favorite beer they have. And then on Sunday, you got Xavier versus Marquette, and then Chargers, Ravens, Eagles, Bears. It's going to be a blast this Sunday at Wiedemann's Brewery and Tap Room. So make sure you check it out. Saturday, Sunday, they're loaded there. 
Also, do me a favor. Try their get a melt. Try their get a pizza. Try some of their food because it's awesome. Their wings, like I said, if you want to deal on wings, do that. They're thick, meaty wings. They also have awesome chicken tenders. They have a lot of great food. Look, in Cincinnati, there are a lot of options as far as breweries go, but Wiedemann's does, I, and I think it's the best, and I'm not just saying it because they sponsor the podcast. I think it's the, ble- the best blend of quality craft beer. If you're in the mood for liquor, they have liquor for you, and they have a great, great food menu. So check them out. For more, go to Wiedemann'sFineBeer.com. They're just 10 minutes away from downtown on Vine Street. Again, Wiedemann'sFineBeer.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome back into the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hugh Jackson, I throw it out on Twitter even though it's joking to a degree and it's, oh my God. I can't have Hugh Jackson. I will riot in Cincinnati if Hugh Jackson's that go to the Bengals. He's not even the worst candidate they've interviewed. Bill Lazor? Bill Lazor, in his offense, was dreadful. Right? It, it Completely awful. But Bill Lazor gets an interview. Oh, yeah. He, he deserves one. Are you kidding me? Bill Lazor. Darren Simmons' special teams... Wasn't good at all this year. Alex Erickson was good. But you know how many special teams issues the Bengals had and have had? And I know Darren Simmons is well-respected. I would have made him the interim coach had I moved on from Marvin midseason just because he had been there the longest and you need continuity. But this idea that Hugh Jackson is the worst candidate for the Bengals job, it's just false. Let's take a trip down memory lane. And again, I'm not endorsing Hugh Jackson at all to be the head coach. But... Cleveland Browns fans were so excited when you got here to Cleveland. I'm saying here because I'm recording this in downtown Cleveland. Bengals fans were bummed. You were bummed when you found out that there was a succession plan offered to Hugh Jackson and he didn't take it. Now I get 336 and one. I also get that Hugh Jackson had plenty of in-game errors and there's plenty of beef with Hugh Jackson. I get all that. Do you think he would be, and I asked Joe Goodberry this yesterday and uh, on the podcast, and I asked him, and he really couldn't answer. Are we, are we sure Hugh Jackson can't be a good head football coach? I know he's a great offensive coordinator. I think he's a great offensive coordinator, and I think you see the difference. I think Jay Gruden is a, a good one. I think Hugh Jackson is a great one. And then after that, it was bad and Ken Zampezi. And then after that, it was eh and Bill Lazor. So Jay Gruden, Hugh Jackson, both good to great as an offensive coordinator. If Hugh Jackson had stayed an offensive coordinator and been the unknown, right, had been the unknown, everyone would be on board with hiring him. 
And what you're thinking now is, yeah, but James, we already know what he is. We know he's 336-1. and one. And that's fair um, because that was his record in Cleveland. And again, I'm not defending Hugh Jackson. I wouldn't hire Hugh Jackson. I wouldn't. Um, but I also wouldn't have had Marvin Lewis this year. So take to each their own, right? Hugh Jackson never had a quarterback in Cleveland. Hugh Jackson took the Cleveland job, and what they did is they took all of the talent, all the veterans off of it in 2016. He got his Robert Griffin III. He got him, okay, a guy who was recovering from surgery who clearly wasn't confident yet, and he got injured right away. Like, to me, there's a lot there. There are some reasons. Now, I'm not saying Hugh was perfect because he was not. I'm not saying Hugh was ever going to succeed in Cleveland because I think he cares too much to what the, and pays attention too much to what the media is saying to have success in Cleveland. I also think the media would take it easier on Hugh Jackson in Cincinnati. I do. I think that people would be easier on him than Cleveland was. And that's just Cincinnati. I, I think that in Cleveland, not that they're more diehard, but they're they're almost more more like it ruins their day if the Browns lose. I, I don't think the bang, most Bengals fans. I don't think their day's ruined. Like my day is never ruined with the Bengals loss ever, never, ever, ever. Uh, it was when I was ten, but I've snapped out of that. And a lot of the media in Cincinnati that grew up being Cincinnati sports fans. They snapped out of it, and that's just something that happens, you know, in Cincinnati, I think. In, in Cleveland, that has not been the case. And again, there's no—one doesn't make you a better fan than the other. Um, but to me, I think Hugh Jackson didn't get the, the best chance for success in Cleveland. And there is a pathway for him to becoming the Bengals' next head coach. Again, I'm almost playing devil's advocate here to try to explain it just in case it does happen. I don't think it will. I think Eric Bieniemy, uh, if he impresses, obviously he was a former Bengals player. He's got some ties to the organization. I think there's something there. Um, obviously, Mike Zimmer, and I mentioned that the day Marvin Lewis, it was announced Marvin would be out. Mike Zimmer would be number one if he decided to step down from the Vikings. I don't think he would, but you never know. Uh, but, but I think Hugh Jackson staying in Cincinnati is a 50-50 proposition at this point. I think offensive coordinator would make a lot of sense. I think offensive coordinator for Mike Zimmer would make sense in, in Minnesota. And I think it would make sense in, in Cincinnati. Uh, and they're obviously going to entertain him being the, the head coach as well. Um, but I would take Hugh Jackson over Vance Joseph. I don't even know if Vance Joseph is a good defensive coordinator. I really don't. At least I know Hugh Jackson is a good offensive mind. Didn't have a good stint in Cleveland. Get it. It was awful. Um, but I would take Hugh Jackson over Vance Joseph. I would take Hugh Jackson over Bill Lazor. That's not saying much. Again, that, that, that's like saying I would take, um, you know, Achilles Smith over Scott Mitchell or Scott Mitchell over Achilles Smith, right? I, I would take Achilles Smith over David Klinger, Klingler. You know, that's what that's saying. So it's not saying much. But if I had to rank him, Hugh Jackson isn't at the bottom. And I guess that's my point there. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Uh, yeah, the, the days are, are winding down uh, of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I will continue to keep you informed of all things Bengals uh, as far as their head coaching search goes. Um, and who knows? Who knows who they hire? Uh, it could be an offensive coordinator from Tampa Bay. Uh, it could be anyone. I mean, it could be Todd Monken. We don't know. 
Um, but this idea that the Bengals aren't going to hire Hugh Jackson, I, I think there's a chance of it. And so part of me having fun on Twitter is to almost prepare you just in case it does happen. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today. Back at it, hopefully tomorrow. I, I would prefer to do a Friday podcast if there's any news. If not, we'll be back at it the next time there's news and at the latest Monday as we wind down. The, the clock is ticking on my Locked on Bengals podcast. It's, a, uh, it's sad, but I, I thank all of you for listening, and uh, I will continue to, to do it through the next week. And until next time, I'm James Erpain. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.